Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of the Santi Time Podcast, where no matter if it's Eastern Time, Western Time, or Pacific Time, it'll always be Santi Time. Today, I have another guest with me, and her name is Nicole. How do you pronounce your last name? Shortino. Shortino. Okay. All right. Yeah, I like the seashore. I, I have I, I have Nicole <laughs> Shortino today, and uh, and and uh, and like uh, recent. And like over the past couple, over the past uh, year, uh, we bonded over uh, a shared, a, a, sh- a shared uh, common form of fiction, and that is Game of Thrones or Game of Thrones, A Song of Ice and Fire, everything in between. I don't know. Yeah. I barely, I don't know. I barely read the books. I only read the first two. Yes, I read the first two as well. My fiance's read all of them though. So, oh. so he's like an encyclopedia of knowledge. Damn. About yeah. So like so 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 like that's how you two got together, like your shared passion for that? Or um I mean we liked each other. We were friends in okay. college, but he suggested me read the first book and he gave it to me. And of course I loved him. Like I was obsessed with him. So like I'll do whatever he says. So I like demolished the first book and it was really good. Cool, cool. And I started watching the show. And so that's how I ended up here. Uh, uh, if you hear me uh, munching, I'm, I'm eating blueberries right now because I didn't eat lunch. So it's fine. Yeah. Uh, what did you have for lunch? I had leftovers from dinner last night. Actually, uh, we barbecue. So I was like, you know, making sure there's nothing in my teeth. You know, when you have that rib situation. <laughs> oh, I love ribs. Mm. Yeah, I love I love eating ribs. They're the freaking best you know they're so so damn good oh my god like uh my like like both of my parents like make the best ribs you know like they know how to like cook them you know but uh it's not easy yeah yeah exactly and like i can't really and i also can't really get them and 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 i also like i can't seem to get i can't seem to get them like at the at the grocery store near near me because like ribs are like expensive you know and it's like and, and it's completely out of my budget anyway so yeah yeah okay <laughs> okay uh um uh, mom dad um if you're if you're listening if you're listening to my podcast um i like your ribs very much okay i really really do <laughs> uh so uh in this episode we are going to talk about game of thrones and most specifically, House of the Dragon, which is surprisingly mm-hmm. very, very good. Like honestly, I was like, I was so cautious. I was optimistic because 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 season eight left a very, very poor taste in my mouth. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, like, like. Like even when I mentioned like season eight, like every like like everybody agrees. Oh yeah, season eight was pretty bad. You know, like <laughs> it was so bad. I don't know if you saw it was um circulating on TikTok, but um Maisie, the actress who plays Arya, yeah, did, um, t- and she she was saying she just did a whole Game of Thrones rewatch, and she was on with her brother on Twitch, and he was like, "Oh yeah, what'd you think?" And she was like, "Yeah, the last season really did fall off a bit." So I think even the cast, they just know, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The problem was like nobody, nobody said at the time like how, uh, nobody really, nobody really admitted, that, like like nobody like the cast and the crew like nobody really admitted it 
that 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 season eight was so bad until like a couple years later, you know. And I still yeah, I think and, we had to let it sit for a bit. <laughs> like literally, was like like literally, we're still talking about it today. I'm still talking about it today. Like like like. And like I get so tired about talking about season eight because like it was just so bad to me, and I and I always have to explain like why it was so bad, you know, like. <laughs> yeah, there were a lot of, I like I remember all the theories and all the hopes we had for characters, and my favorite character, like without a doubt, is Sansa, and so like she nice. like at least had the ending that I thought like I always wanted Queen in the North for her, like that's great. But if it were like everyone else did not have the ending at all. And I mean, I don't think there was anyone that was like, I really want Bran to be the king. So nobody asked for Bran to be the king. Nobody. I didn't ask. He had literally, literally, he literally, he said, like, literally, he said in the same season, I have no, like, I, 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 I don't really have aspirations to be the king. And then in the finale, he's like, oh, why'd you think I'd come all this way? Dude, you never wanted to be king. Like, right, bro, and it was so frustrating. And why would you be king? I, You're the goddamn raven. You can see the right. future. <laughs> and I remember I was reading um, spoilers. I'm so bad. I always go on, like, Reddit threads and I read the spoilers. But um, I saw the spoiler maybe, like, two days before it happened. And I was like, oh, I better be wrong. better be wrong. And it wasn't. And I remember I was watching it um, with my fiance and his family because they were all into it too. And I knew, right. and I was sitting there and I was shaking my head as I saw it starting to like make sense that like Danny went mad and the kingdom was in flames and everyone was massacred literally. And then mm -hmm. John kills her and, blah, blah, blah. and I'm sitting there shaking my head. And then when it comes to like, who has a better story? I remember being like, I can't even watch it. And I knew it was coming and it still made like, I just, it made me angry. It, it, it did make, it, it did make me angry. Literally, literally, Danny's character arc was thrown out the window. Was thrown out the window. Was thrown out the window just for the sake of a shocking plot twist, and it ultimately just felt anti-climatic. Yeah, like literally, I, literally, she never um, cared I, about power. She cared about freedom. She right. only what. Uh, so I could have gotten behind like the Mad Queen Danny arc if it was being built up that way throughout the exactly. season. They just weren't built up that way. So that's what was, I think, the most frustrating is that they decided, oh, yeah, we're going to do the Mad Queen arc. But then they rushed it like they needed more seasons, more time. Mm -hmm. and it almost makes me wonder if this is how the books like really were supposed to end. And then they were like, oh, crap, I have to have mm -hmm. this ending and we only have five you episodes. Know do you know the exact reason why season eight turned out that way D, &D with star wars yes exactly it's because it's be yes it's because david and it, it's because david benioff and db wise had a deal with lucasfilm to make like mm -hmm. uh, to make star wars projects and uh, and they wanted to finish game of thrones quickly to get that to get the ball rolling and that ultimately fell and that, of course, fell flat on their face. And and, and Lucasfilm did not. And, and Lucasfilm like completely severed ties with them. And, and you know, like it was, it it was like completely, like it, it was just completely unfortunate. I had like high, I really had high hopes for like mm -hmm. for 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 Star Wars being like Game of Thrones. Like I had so much high hopes for that. It would have been fantastic. But ultimately, like, we do have Andor, we do have Mandalorian, so there's that, so. Yeah. 
It's probably for the best they didn't get their rubby little mm-hmm. hands on it. <laughs> Are you watching Andor? I'm not. I watch um, The Mandalorian and I haven't really been watching the Star Wars stuff as much. I mean, I do like Star Wars. I've seen the movies, but I haven't ventured too far into the streaming shows for it. Oh, man. You should know that I'm a big Star Wars fan, like mega Star Wars fan. I love. OK, this is my this is my big, big hot take. It's like 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 it's my personal hot take, but I think the Clone Wars TV show is better than any Star Wars movie that has ever been put out. Interesting. Yes, yes. I highly. It's because it's because the creator. It's because uh, Dave Filoni, who's the creator of Clone Wars, knows Star Wars better than George Lucas can. You know, yes. Yes, George Lucas had the idea, but Dave, but 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 Dave like expanded upon it in in, in a big big way, you know. Yeah. And yes, 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 the first couple of seasons of Clone Wars weren't that really good, but by season three, it really popped off. It was like it was like really really good. And of course, like and and yes, uh, Revenge of the Sith like was really good. Like I love Revenge of the Sith; it's fantastic. I have. The, the the prequel trilogy like has grown on me with like many years have passed i i have mad respect for the original trilogy i think the original trilogy is great great but sequel trilogy it's trash i hate the sequel trilogy so much <laughs> i yeah i cannot get into it the same way um yeah i do like i mean i think the original is always going to be the original so it's my favorite i do like the prequel i just couldn't get into the sequel trilogy the same way and it might be why i'm not watching the show because... just because it kind of made my star wars interest fall off a bit yeah 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 so 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 yeah there you go like i'm a big so there you go like my love of star wars is like as reign supreme you know so yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. um so um was I uh before we uh but before we uh get into like all things Game of Thrones uh like usually with every uh, podcast episode I like to talk about I like to talk about the recent pop culture news and there's a couple things I want to cover uh first and foremost uh if you uh if you didn't hear uh let one one of the most one of the most legendary voice actors of our time, Kevin Conroy, passed away from cancer at 66 years old. He was best known for being the voice of Batman in Batman the Animated Series, the Arkham Games, um, the Arkham Games, Batman Beyond, and uh, and and several of the and several of the DC animated films. Like uh, I think he. Did he? Did he? Yeah, like, 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 like he voiced Batman. He, like, he also voiced Batman and and several projects. So yeah, he will, like, yeah, he will be missed, and he will always be vengeance. He will always be the knight, and he'll always be Batman. So yeah, nicely said. Nice, thanks. Yeah, yeah. It was a, it was a complete shock to me. Uh, I remember where I was. Like, uh, I was sitting. Uh, I was sitting at the uh, campus center at UAlbany, and I was waiting for I was waiting for my pizza, and I was looking on my phone, and I was like, "Wait, why is there a picture of Kevin Conroy?" And then I scrolled, and I was like, "I just couldn't believe it." You know, like it was yeah. it was such a shock to me. Like I don't know how familiar you are how familiar you are with the Batman lore, so 
Um, I've seen some. I mean, I've I'm a Marvel through and through. I'm not okay. as I sound like I haven't given DC a try. Um, but yeah, I mean, I only know from like Christopher Nolan, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. The Dark Knight trilogy, one of the best ones, you know. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. Mm-hmm. And uh, but uh, but the Batman was such a masterpiece this year. It really Robert was. Pattinson. Yeah, I have to see that. I know I'm so bad. It's my reli- it's one of my new religions. <laughs> <laughs> it altered, it completely altered my brain chemistry. I just loved seeing an emo man in a bad suit. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I loved seeing that. I truly, it, it truly was a great movie. Like, like, like I've talked about it so many times on Santi Time. I, I, like I've been praising the Batman so many times on this podcast. Like it's it's insane, really. So I'll have to see it. I'll take your recommendation. I trust you. Yeah. Yeah. HBO Max if you have it. Yeah. Cool. Okay. Right. Of course. Of course you have HBO Max. Like, 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 <laughs> why do you think? <laughs> like, like how else did you like how else did you watch House of the Dragon? <laughs> right, exactly. Every day, Sunday, nine o'clock on the dot. I was there. Uh <laughs> I have to admit, I didn't watch it every Sunday night because I because I had school. I always had to like catch up. Yeah, but so, you know what? You put in the effort. You put in. The I time. did. I did. <laughs> I did. That's what's that's what's most important. Uh, so uh, last thing I will cover. Uh, Dave Chappelle recently hosted on Saturday Night Live, and he honestly gave one of the funniest monologues in SNL history, and that's saying a lot. But since his since that his transphobic comments have given him so much controversy. Right. Yeah. From, uh, from his Netflix special called, uh, what's it called? The closer. Yeah. From his Netflix special called the closer in which like he made a joke. He made a a joke about JK Rowling and I'm prayer and I'm paraphrasing here. And he said, JK Rowling got canceled again. Damn. Mm. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, and like, and I really can't believe I'm saying this, but Dave Chappelle, like, but 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 Dave Chappelle, like, truly, like, his monologue was pretty great, and I still, I still, like, I'm still not a fan of Dave Chappelle, but I'm willing to separate that whole controversy with what the with what he said during that monologue, in which like. At which, like, he talked about the, like, he talked about the recent midterm elections. He talked about, like, like he talked about the controversy with, uh, with Kanye West's um, anti-Semitic uh, comments. They were pretty, pretty good. Like, uh, he said something about, like, that, uh, like, he made a joke about Adidas being, being, being founded by Nazis, and, 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 like, and, and while they were like offended by Kanye's, Kanye's <laughs> comments. <laughs> <laughs> and they were like, yeah. <laughs> they were like, damn, even the Nazis were offended. <laughs> Bro. <laughs> like, uh, like, 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 uh, I think, I think the whole monologue uh, is on YouTube, but I could send it to you. Yeah, no, I'd have to watch it. I, yeah, I used to religiously so watch it well, and now I am such an old lady, I can't stay up. <laughs> like, I, I, I'm, I'm also pretty pissed that they changed the SNL logo. Did, I didn't even know that. So you're teaching. Yeah, that. yeah. They changed. Yeah, they changed the Saturday Night Live logo. It's not. It's not the big capital letters. It's like, it's a. It's another style of lettering, and and and, and it's just not. 
very good, you know? Like I thought we were way, why are we changing logos right now? You know, like, like, like uh, I could do, like, like, like the logo change that I'm, that, that I'm really like, that, that, that I'm really like pissed, of, pissed off about the most. It's like how, it's like how the Disney Channel logo just went from like, just went from like the big Mickey ears with the Disney Channel in the middle. And now it, now it just says Disney Channel with the tiny, like, with the tiny Mickey, Mickey ears around the D, if you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Yeah, that's definitely, it's like so weird because I feel like the Disney Channel, like, it's just completely not recognizable to what we had exactly. growing up. Exactly. And I don't know if it's like just nostalgia or whatever, but like, I like, see things from like the modern disney channel i'm just like ooh, like i don't yeah, know exactly it's not what it used to be i don't know <laughs> yeah yeah like 2000s disney channel was a whole vibe it really it, was because yeah. i feel like i would even put these shows on now at 25 and i'd still be like i could watch hannah montana in the sweet life and all of that over and mm -hmm. over Squire, kim possible but i i don't even know what's on disney channel now but it's Literally, literally, the only good thing from Disney Channel is Owl House right now. Owl House? Yeah, the Owl House. Never heard of that. What? what? It's a, yeah. it's a new animated show about this, about this girl who enters like a realm of like, a realm of like magical creatures. There's witches, sorcerers, and like and and ghouls. Like it's it's a super good show, and like, I like like, like the main character girl is like, uh, she's like. She's uh she's Latina and she's also and it's also bisexual coded, which is super good. And like yeah. the characters in the show are super funny, especially uh King, who uh, who has this like like uh, who who is this like little tiny creature with like a baby with the with the skull on his head. He's so funny, like oh my god, and like and and there's also like. And there's also like this uh this owl witch who like uh, who becomes her mentor. It's like I could gush about it all day. It's really really I'm good. I recommend that. it. Yeah, if you're if you're into if you're into if you're into animation like me, because animation is not just for kids. It is a respectable medium of storytelling. People, I agree. And you must be excited then with the rumored um animated Game of Thrones project. Oh my god, I completely forgot about that. What's it yeah. called? Ten thousand ships, or am I thinking uh, of something else? I don't know if the ten thousand ships one is the animated one. I don't know if they've disclosed the title for that, but I know there's a few projects that are possibly being released. Oh man! Like uh, if it's like if it's from the same studio that that if it's from the same studio that made the Legend of Korra, I'm so there. Seriously, yeah. oh, I love those um, Avatar: Last Bender, Airbender, and Legends of Korra. They're so good. That the legend of Korra is very good. I really, I love it. Like it's so underappreciated, and it's hated for no fucking, and it's hated for no reason. And I wish, and and now we are getting that continuation of the Avatar story because it is recently announced that 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 a movie with adult Ang is coming October two thousand twenty five in theaters. This is in addition to the Netflix project. Uh. Uh, I don't, I don't know. Like, uh, it's like, it's an animated, it'll, so like, so like the original creators are like putting out, like, uh, are putting out like movies that, that, that are coming in, 
th that are coming in like the 2020s, which 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 are animated. Uh, several of them is an Avatar Kiyoshi movie, which I'm really excited about. Hot yeah. take: Avatar Kiyoshi is the best Avatar, in my opinion. <laughs> I could get behind that easily. Yes. Yeah. I think yes. I, I mean I lost my patience with Aang a lot when watching the show. Not because like the show is bad or anything, but I feel like, you know, when you're watching a show and you can be aggravated by the main character and still continue watching, I feel like that speaks a lot about the material itself. But yeah, there are times I look at Aang and I'd be like, What are you doing? Like, <laughs> right. <laughs> but um yeah, no, I'm excited for all of that. I loved like, that show. And like, I really well, watched it maybe three years ago when it was first on Netflix or whatever. It, yeah, I love it. Big fan. Yeah, around 2021 when it was like, when it when it released on Netflix. I feel like, I feel like more poopy. I, poopy. I don't know why I said poopy. I, I meant to say people. Uh, I feel like more people know about Avatar The Last Airbender because of Netflix. Like, uh, I, like, like I knew about Avatar The Last Airbender I knew about Avatar The Last Airbender before it became like this super popular thing that people that a lot of people adore right now, you know, so. Okay, I remember watching it on Nickelodeon as a kid. Really? Okay. Yeah. I, I, I never watched it while I was there. Like I watched it much later in life, admittedly. Yeah, it's okay. I mean, we find things at different times. But yeah, I remember it. they used to have, like, I remember, um, just even like the trailers for the upcoming episodes. I remember I used to like go to Baskin Robbins with my dad and we'd watch ice cream and eat it together, eat oh. ice cream and watch it together. I flipped it. Oh, back. that's so cute. So, yeah. It's, it's a nice, it's nice. It's yeah. And it's like one of those childhood shows that like are still good to watch, you know? Yeah. Uh, uh, I'm just wondering, were you aggravated when like Aang already wanted to like learn fire in book one and, and, and what, and, and then, like, he accidentally, like, burned Katara. Like, were you aggravated by that? Because I was, too. <laughs> yeah, and I don't know. Maybe I'm, like, in an, like, unpopular opinion here, which is fine. But I kind of liked the idea of her being with Zuko. Um, but... Really? Okay. All right. Interesting. Yeah, that's a, that's a very popular take, actually. Yeah. Okay, good. So then at least I'm not an outlier. But cool. I, yeah, I don't know. I just... I mean, and it has to do with his age i'm sure too i just thought it was a bit immature for her but that's you know his age he was he was young <laughs> yeah they were both young they were both young you know Oop, i think we froze no yeah yeah you froze a Oop. bit but that's okay i don't know if i Oop, you're still frozen i <laughs> i am <laughs> Yeah, I don't really, I don't, I, I kind of have a weak internet connection in my room. It's okay. So, yeah, the other day, uh, yeah, Sorry, you it's were funny. Frozen. Yeah, it's funny. Like the other day I, uh, I was doing a, uh, I was doing a God of War stream on Twitch and like the broadcast like kept, kept crashing and I had to stop midway through because I didn't really have the right internet speed for it. Yeah. A God of War. My dad used like to play that a lot so yeah, i know apparently, like, apparently the correct internet speed for twitch is three which doesn't really make sense to me and i had like 1.30 i guess so you're speaking a whole other language to me right now <laughs> oh i am okay yeah, like, I, I, was know saying, I was saying i was saying i was saying that the internet speed for uh for twitch streaming is three if that makes sense so like i i 
I, I don't really know. I, I don't really know how to explain it. So yeah, I don't, I, I don't really know. I just didn't, I didn't have enough connection to stream. That's all yeah. I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. I took it that much. I understood that much. Yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, and I guess, uh, Okay, I guess uh, now we're done with uh, Dave uh, Dave Chappelle news. So uh, now uh, I want to like I, I want to ask. So like, what I would like to ask is uh, is uh, how did we get into Game of Thrones? Like 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 uh, did uh, did we did we know from our parents? Did we found out on our own? So I want to ask you first. How did you get into Game of Thrones, Nicole? Um you know, I remember hearing a lot about it at the very end of high school. Um, and admittedly, which is one of my faults, is that if someone like overhypes something and it's like all over the place, I'm kind of like, eh, I don't want to really, you know. But um, when I met my fiance in college, he was so obsessed with it and he kept being like, watch it, watch it. And so I read the books and I watched it and I got more obsessed than him. Like it became like, it, I just breathed and eat like sleep with game of thrones and i've made so many friends online through it that i'm still in touch with today and um i just i i'm like you know that's my story i don't really have anything other than trying to impress my fiance so i did it for a boy <laughs> but it was worth it. <laughs> cool cool that's great uh so i found out about game of thrones because my parents were like uh really obsessed with it and like uh and uh and whenever it was on TV like they told me they did they told me to like leave the room because like because the content was just like very like graphic and not like the content the content was like really really you know graphic and such yeah. so uh so like so so like I think I was like 12 or 13 when the I, I think I was around 12 or 13 when I, when I was like barely in my parent when I was barely in the living room and, and, and I wasn't really allowed in my parents' bedroom because like they were watching it like almost every Sunday, you know, and like, and like, and like I learned, I, I admittedly, I learned more about it online through, uh, I, I learned, I learned more about it online. I did a bit of research into what it's based on. Like I, I I heard about the books and I read and I read some of the books first because like I I, I read some of the books first and, and they were like they were pretty pretty interesting but yeah. like but 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 then like I only heard about like what was happening in the show like specifically I already I I I knew a little bit about the red wedding I knew about I I knew about like I knew I knew about like Joffrey drinking the poison Kool Aid and such, if if you know what I mean. Uh, <laughs> and uh, I um and then like and then I heard about Jon Snow being stabbed multiple times by his fellow uh, Nights Nights Watch brethren, and uh, by the time I turned uh 16 uh i was by the time by the time i turned 16 i finally watched it and like i was completely completely obsessed 
with the show in general. Yeah. Like, 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 like it was the same as you. I lived, breathed, and talked Game of Thrones, like all the time, you know, because like it was like it, and then and it like and the and it's what it's what bond it's what bonded uh me and my parents and like and and my aunts and my aunts uncle like every like like everybody like like everybody in my extended family was talking about it so like i got it like and, and i got in on the hype and then and, and 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 then i told like all my friends at school like oh my god give it throats is the best thing ever you know <laughs> yeah yeah um, so so yeah that's i feel like it's one of those yeah it's one of those rare things where it's like almost everyone virtually enjoys it. Mm -hmm. yep. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, what I want to do is uh, is uh, season rankings. Uh, I'm going to. Oh, there I'm you gonna, are. Wait. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to rank every season like at once. So, so, so that we don't really have to like do like one at a time because like that's going to take up like most of our time anyway so i will go uh i made a whole list actually so so i'm sure we can both agree season eight bottom tier yeah. bottom tier it's 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 f tier complete shit like it's it's bottom tier if you know tier lists yes uh uh yeah. next one uh season seven uh it wasn't it wasn't very good too short i feel like it rushed i I feel like it rushed everything, but I think it had, yeah. and I think it had some great moments, like, uh, like, like the fight with, uh, like the fight with Jon Snow and the White Walkers, and then like, and then Uncle Benjamin showed up, like that was great. I also really like the um, scene in Winterfell throne room, if you will, um, with Arya, Sansa, and Littlefinger. I think that is one of the most like amazing yeah. Stark. I liked how the girls, yeah, the girls took the power in their hand. Like I said before, I'm like a huge Sansa fan. So like her being able to like politically outsmart Littlefinger of all people was like Yeah, because because Littlefinger <laughs> because Littlefinger is like the smartest guy in the room, you know? And she outs and, and she outsmarted like this, like this conniving little shit stain, which was great, you know? Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah yeah like it was like that that's another great moment oh and uh but uh so where were you when you were watching like i forgot to ask this so where were you like when you were watching the um the uh the battle of winterfell from from season eight battle of winterfell okay yeah. so i was in my college apartment it was maybe two weeks before i graduated from binghamton so um it, it was you know uh, I was watching it with my fiance I mean he wasn't my fiance at the time but we were watching it together and I remember I was like in a group chat with a bunch of my friends that were I met online in my Game of Thrones shit and we were all like I, I can't see anything like you know we were all right? like yeah. what is going on we couldn't see. um I remember Michael my fiance's mom messaged him at the end and was like I can't tell who died and who didn't like it was so dark um yeah I remember watching it. I remember like there were times like I was like leaning up to the screen so close. I was just so sucked in. And I remember like after 
afterwards I was on such a high in like process what I saw I was like but this wasn't worth the hype like it was it was literally only a span of like a few hours like this was supposed to be the longest battle for the dawn you know what I mean I just I am very underwhelmed by it now yeah 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 I guess I was pretty underwhelmed by it too like uh I think like I was watching it and this was when I was still uh this is when I was still uh, at uh, at Nassau Community College, and like, and I was still living at home. Uh, like me, my dad, and my mom were uh, were uh, were watching it, and I and I told my dad to uh, to turn up the brightness because like we we couldn't see anything, and I was like, and I was like, the brightness is up, y'all go, and <laughs> and I'm like, I'm like, okay, and like, yeah. uh, and like I could tell what was happening, like. Uh, like like I could tell what was happening like uh, I saw like 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 pretty sure I saw what's his name like 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 pretty sure I saw like a lot of like people die you know like it was it was so uh it was so like it was pretty crazy but I think Arya like killing the Night King that was great that was really good even though we didn't like really even, even though we didn't really get get enough backstory into like who the white walkers are like where they came from and shit so i yeah and that's my like i have two like really big gripes right like i'm thinking about it now we're talking um i think i'm like a theon Greyjoy fangirl also and yes. i know a lot of people are always like why he was horrible but i love like his um entire journey in redemption arc and i know a lot of people think him dying for bran was like a great redemption arc but i I was so teased and I guess this is like the hopeless romantic in me the shipper like whatever went with him and Sansa I was like you know what he should have stayed in the north with her like been her sworn like shield or whatever. I don't know so I was very disappointed in him just being like all right I'm gonna die for you Bran and Bran's just like warging in the corner and he's like you're a good man bye all right go die for me great but um that really bothered me um that might Brandon be an unpopular during that battle <laughs> He was like, I'm going to go now. And I'm like, go where? Like, you keep it like, <laughs> to a dragon. Yeah. Oh, yeah. shit. But no, he's just a bird watching everything. Um, yeah. And then my other thing, like, and I think I feel it even more now that I'm watching House of the Dragon, but they keep talking about Aegon's prophecy of Song of Ice and Fire. You know, we're going to need to have everyone come together for there's a enemy in the north blah 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 and i'm like yeah well that really amounted to nothing didn't it and mm -hmm. i don't know if it's because the writers are trying to have some kind of connection between the two shows or if they're trying to like circle back and maybe eventually elaborate so like we can't say the finality of like what happened in game of thrones like maybe they could have another show where they come back or i i don't know i don't know yeah. but it, it's it's hard like having something built up so much especially when you read the books the White Walkers and that threat is like a lot more, I think, than what we get in the show. Yeah, yeah, true that. Um, yeah, like Theon, Theon, Theon's character art definitely, definitely was one that that was like that that went unscathed. You know, mm -hmm. like it, like a like 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 his character arc like was the only one that 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 wasn't thrown out the window. Like literally, he went from like 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 literally he went from like just a guy who like just a guy who was uh like who was part of Hall Stark was part of the family and stuff and then like 
like then he was like manipulated by his dad to like uh, to take over Winterfell, and then he was captured by, like 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 you know, then he was captured by the uh, by by the Boltons, and then and then Ramsay, and then Ramsay tortured him and castrated him, and, stuff. and then like and then and then and then he went from like a weak boy to like uh, to being to being a man that you could fight for, you know, and that's like. That's super honorable, you know. Like I liked, I really liked Theon a lot, honestly. You know, I really did. Yeah. You know, I went, I, I went from hating the guy to feeling bad for him to uh, to completely worshiping this guy. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I have a him over oh, there. I mean, I I love him. I do. By the way, did you know that Joseph Quinn was in the show? I did. He was yes. um, the Stark. Uh, yeah. Oh my god! Like, like I was reading the cast list, and I was like, "Wait, Joseph Quinn? <laughs> yo, yo, yeah. Eddie Munson? Like, like, like Eddie Munson was in Game of Thrones, man? <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Yeah. No, I remember. Um, I remember when season four of Stranger Things just came out. And they were all talking about how there were two Game of Thrones actors. And I recognized um, Jacqueline Hugar. Um, but I didn't recognize um, jo uh, Joseph Quinn at first. And I was like, what? And then I went back and I watched the scene. And then all the YouTube because comments were like, OMG, Eddie Munson. And so now you're like, oh, yeah. It's because like he was wearing like a headpiece thing, you know? Yeah, and he, he had the accent. You wouldn't, really accent but... at, you wouldn't really recognize him at first back then, you know? Like, he was, like, he was completely unknown at the time, but now, like, he's one of the biggest stars in the right. world. It's such a small role that you're not even thinking about it. Exactly, yeah. And, like, and then, of course, like, you have uh, Tom Hooper, who was Dickon Tarly, and, and, and now he's famous for being Luther in the Umbrella Academy, if you watch that. Yeah, I haven't. I mean, I know he's in it. I've seen like the um, videos and stuff, but I haven't watched that. Yet. I know. I heard it's really so good. good. I love it. I know. I'm going to take a list of things to watch. I'm always looking for new things to watch. Yeah, like it's it's so good. Like, I really I really love Umbrella Academy. It's one of my favorite things ever to watch. Honestly, like I watched. I watched a new season, season three, like in two days. Like I binged it in two days. It was so damn good. I just loved it. Yeah. You know? I yeah. Out. yeah. So uh so uh with season so like so yeah, I think we uh I think we perfectly covered season seven. Uh I really how did you feel about the Danny and Jon Snow romance? Because I was completely disgusted by it. <laughs> yeah, I um if I didn't know that he was her nephew, I think I would have felt differently about it. Who was fucking um, her aunt the entire time? I, <laughs> I mean, for Disney, it's normal. I mean, we're, we watch House of the Dragon. Everyone's marrying their brother or their uncle or, you know, Cousin, whatever. But yeah, um, The Mormons, basically. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, yeah, no, I was not a fan of it, especially, like, I mean, John. I basically was a Stark. I mean, he has Targaryen blood, but he was raised a Stark with the Northern customs and they don't do that. So it was definitely not, I mean, he was repulsed by it, I think to a degree when he found out. And um, I don't know. I think it could have been better. I mean, putting the whole relation aside, 
Um, but I always just I'm John and Egret. I thought that was his his real love, and you know. Yes, yes. Like they both deserve so much better. I'm just picturing like the happy ending that they could have had. Yeah. The, the like like they could have they could have had their own life in the snowy wilderness where they where they would have like where they were where they would have two beautiful children. They would like and the, and uh, like ghosts would be. Like ghosts would be the family house pet. Like everything would be fine. It just didn't have to be that way. Yeah. But alas, no, but alas, they both came from like two different civilizations, and it was never meant to be. So that's all I could say about it, really. Yeah, and they famously say on Game of Thrones, "If you think this has an the ending, then yeah. then you haven't been paying attention." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, okay, raise your hand if you think Ramsey was worse than Joffrey. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. I like, think Joffrey I was... could have been controlled more. Yeah, he could have been. He could have been. It's because literally his parents were literally his parents are like literally he literally his parents are a brother and sister. He was conceived through incest. Mm -hmm. Like like, come on. I think, I think yeah. I'm not, I'm not basing his cruelness from science, but if you think about it, like. Yeah. Absolutely. And, and like, at least with Joffrey, like if Cersei or Tywin or Tyrion or anyone said like, you gotta chill, he'd maybe be annoyed about it, but whatever. But I mean, Ramsey had no issue killing his dad. You know what I mean? Like, I think to yeah. a degree that. Yes, that like made Joffrey, Ramsey more. Joffrey was a complete brat, but Ramsey was a was a monster. Mm -hmm. Yeah, <laughs> like uh, if like, like I would be so terrified of him. Really, you know, like I would just run, <laughs> but I would be killed by one of his archers. You know, I would never. Well, just run in a zigzag. What? Run <laughs> in a zigzag. Yeah. Oh my! I could never do a zigzag. Yeah, I, I and that kills me. That scene with Rickon. Um, Ugh, I hate I watched sometimes I'll put on that episode the battle of the bastards because I think it's one of the most beautiful like visually episodes like yes. that whole scene you know like when it's like real it's like I I there's only one other scene that I get so like defensive of a character and they're whatever over like when John pulls out that sword and that entire army is coming at him and he's ready to fight with all he's got yeah. it reminds me so much of um an endgame with cap and he has like this little bit of his shield left and it's all mm -hmm. of thanos's army and he stands up and he's like ready to fight like those two scenes i always like just feel so much for like that singular hero character ready to take on the world just to try and do whatever he can yeah that's such a great comparison right there you know mm -hmm. it's also like so crazy that the battle of winterfell and avengers Endgame came out around the same time i know i remember I remember there was this one tweet that was uh, viral at the time, and it was like um, Game of Thrones fans and Marvel fans, or how are you doing with your Starks today, or something like that? Because it was oh, right yeah. after Tony Stark. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and I was like, oh man, like this was a rough weekend. <laughs> it really, it really was. Uh, but like, yeah, but but Endgame and Battle of Winterfell like didn't really came out the same weekend. Like that weekend, it was episode four like the episode after the battle 
And that was a rough one. Yeah. Like at that point, that was when it got done. That was when it like completely went garbage. That was when like, it, th- that was when yeah. it was like complete dumpster fire. Like the fact that, the fact that Jamie of all, of all the fucking people, like, like, like started to like, started to like throw his entire character arc away just to be with his goddamn sister uh, is like bizarre <laughs> it was the most like it was such a slap in the face and it was almost like to a, like a comical point because it was literally in the same season he was like sir uh screw cersei i'm going to help them and then like three episodes later he's like just kidding i'm going back and i just yeah, i was rooting I for you we were all rooting know. for you there Right, exactly. And I, I, you know, the meme, like it came off from one of those like post episode interviews with um, David and Dan. It was like, um, so-and-so kind of forgot that. And so then like the whole meme now oh. is like, they kind oh, of yeah. forgot that. <laughs> I remember that name. Of course okay, I remember that name. They kind of forgot that Jamie Lannister had a redemption arc. <laughs> yeah, he did. He did. His redemption arc was one of the... Like his redemption arc was the best part about this entire show because like in the beginning he was a dick and now like he's being like remorseful about his actions, you know? Like, damn. Like that scene that scene with him in the hot tub, like I still think about it every day, you know? Like so damn good. Yeah. Nicola should have won an Emmy for that alone, honestly. Yeah, I think a lot of the Game of Thrones, like I there is like so after the last season, they the way they did it, they just like they had Peter Dinklage running as like a supporting character because they wanted to try to secure a win and supporting and actor like main actor role. So they put like him and Kit up against like you know so they could each win in that category. And I thought yeah. that was just so unfair to all the Game of yeah, Thrones exactly. actors that were nominated in the category for like that. Every, uh, but like like a. Like to me, I don't really. I think like I think I could I think I could make an argument that both Jon Snow like and Tyrion Lannister were both like the true main characters of their show because like because like both of because because both of their stories were like the main focal point. You had like 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 in season two like like it's like in season two like Tyrion Lannister was was handed the king in in King's Landing and and which. Which uh, which is like, which is like one of the most important jobs in the world, and then, and then like his father shows up, and 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 then like his father shows up, and it was taken away from him like just, just indefinitely, you know, like, and then like, and then you have Jon Snow, who was like, who was like the unsung hero, like of like, like of this story, like uh, being being, like, like. Like having like a different mother and the same and the same father as the Starks, like like considering him a bastard son, and then you have him, and then you have him like, uh, and then you, then you have him like going up the hierarchy of the Night's Watch from being a steward to being like the fucking North Commander of over, of trying to like look out for the world and such, you know. So, I would yeah. say, yeah, yeah, I would say that they both like. That, that that they both had a common goal in which like they first met in season one and and then it like becomes full circle in season seven, which was pretty nice, if you ask me, you know. Yeah. Yeah. So so that's my whole thing. Uh so like so like after so like after 
So like above season seven is season five, which was the season where where the show was deviating from the books. Yes. Yeah. Um, I actually reading something recently. Um, I, I you only read the first two, so I don't know if you know about the whole Lady Stoneheart thing. I I think so. Yeah. Um, which is when basically after the Red Wedding that um, the Lord of Light resurrects Catelyn Stark. And she basically, yeah, so she, but because, you know, like her throat was severed so greatly, she like her vocal cords are all messed up. And I I don't know the specifics, but like the way she, like it wasn't like a complete resurrection, like the way it was for Jon or um, Beric Dondarrion. But um, she basically just runs around with the, uh, brotherhood and she just murks people like she's not like a revenge list and she you know it's a it's in George R. R. Martin he said like literally the second that they refused to put Lady Stoneheart in the show he knew it was like done that they weren't gonna follow the thing and the show was gonna go significant you know so I, I don't know if like in the book she plays a major role in like the conclusion or what but I know like after knowing about Lady Stoneheart Stoneheart I was pretty pissed she wasn't in the show because I feel like that would be pretty fun (laughs) I would have I would have liked to see Lady Stoneheart again you know like I would have loved to see that but 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 yeah but yeah but I'm glad that George R.R. Martin has like creative control like over House of the Dragon you know like he's finally taking the reins with that so yeah yeah like it wasn't season five like was a pretty underwhelming season like the fact that you have the, the the fact that you have like a good the fact that you have like a that that you change a plot point from the books to have like Sansa marry Ramsay Bolton just for her to be sexually assaulted was like oh my god like it's like it's so bad like a, like yeah. because of that like my mom stopped watching the show for a while because like she didn't like that at all yeah I mean it was a pretty brutal scene and then they make Theon yeah like what's worse is that is that Theon was forced to watch Mm -hmm. oh like and it's almost like it was like her sexual assault was used as like a catalyst um in like Theon's character development or you know not that like like I can separate the two and I can recognize Theon's had an amazing arc but I think that was really what started to drive him to want to be better was because he wanted to help her get out. Yeah, like, which is what I don't get. Like, why does, like, like, why do sexual crimes against women have to, like, ha- have to move the story forward? You know, like, I don't really it's- get that. Like, 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 I get that, like, I get that this was, like, I get that this was like that 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 this happened during like patriarchal rules, like specifically like historical ones from the Middle Ages, and then you like incorporate that into something like a fantasy series. But like, but but like, why do you need to like glamorize that specifically? Like specifically, if more, like specifically, why does? I don't I don't really get it. Why does like I just don't really like the fact that this show like treated women like so poorly, specifically female characters like so poorly. You know, like it's it's such a shame, really. 
I I don't know. I don't know. Like that's like yeah. That's why that's my one main gripe with Game of Thrones that it's like that 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 it's like um that it's that it's like that it that it glamorizes like the violent nature towards women. So there's that. Right. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, like you said, like you said, it's because like of the time period and the setting. Um, you know, unfortunately, that's sucks. It sucks. It really yeah. does suck. <laughs> it really does suck. So, uh, but like, yeah, and also like the big thing, the the big thing with that season is that is is that the finale like ended with like so many loose ends, like uh, like with Theon and Sasa like escaped Winterfell. Like we don't know if they, like we don't know if they escaped or they were caught. We didn't know for a year. And then, and then you had the fact that John was stabbed multiple times and was left and, and was left for dead, and we were and, and we were wondering about that for over a year. So, right, yeah, like I did. Yeah, like I, I caught up, like like I caught up with Game of Thrones up until season five, and I waited for season six. Like that was that was my whole thing. Yeah, yeah. I um I feel like I do kind of like I don't know I'm like I guess hindsight funny is funny but like I love like a nice cliffhanger um I know at the time it's like oh this sucks I just want to know but like mm-hmm. I guess looking back it's like kind of nice because you're still intrigued by the time the show comes back around mm-hmm. um well, like, yeah, I see what you mean, though. I see, I definitely see both points. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, what time is it? Oh, I, I was just checking my throne. I, I was just checking my phone. Why did I say throne? Like, uh, look at my throne. <laughs> <laughs> it's my gaming chair. So, yeah. <laughs> cool, 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 cool. Uh, so, so above season five is season one. I don't really, I, I don't I don't like like the only memorable thing from season one that I could think of is like it's Ned Stark's ex- execution. <laughs> That's all I could say about it. I remember I I read the uh, first book before I watched the show, and I remember um I brought it on vacation with me, and I was reading it, and in my head I was like, "There's no way they're gonna kill off the main character," or like that's because like yeah. in the books he had so many POV. Too. and I was like there's no shot and I remember reading it and I went oh my god they just freaking killed the main character yeah I guess that's even... when I realized like Game of Thrones really does go there they don't hold back. they don't care and... who you are what you are whatever you're you're gonna die exactly like 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 a, a, like like I think with season one it perfectly does a great job of what you're of what you're gonna get yourself into that it shows you that no that that in the land of Westeros nobody is safe Especially the main character, mm-hmm. which we also, which, which, we, which is like with, which is also further proven with season three, which I will get into much later. Yeah. So, yeah. like, 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 it's it's also so funny that like Sean Bean is not accepting roles where his, where his characters are killed off because like every character, almost every character that he has played has died. Specifically, like for example, Boromir in Lord of the Rings. You know, I fucking, I freaking loved Boromir, man. He was such a, he was such a good guy. 
He was such a good guy. You know, do you like Lord of the Rings? I um, haven't watched any of them, actually. I'm so bad. My fiance just started reading the books. Um, I know, I have to read them. But I mean, I know, like, casually, like, about some of the characters and stuff. The Lord of the Rings book is pretty long, but I recommend, if you have the time, and if you have the investment, watch the Lord of the Rings extended editions. Those are, like, the true versions of the entire story. But, like... Each one is like, each one is like three hours long. Like, but like, uh, but Return of the King has a, is a four hour cut. So if you have the investment yeah. and if you have time, I would like get into it because like it is truly, it like the Lord of the Rings trilogy is truly a masterpiece of cinematic filmmaking to me in my eyes. Like, it's really it's my favorite trilogy in the whole world. I think like the best trilogy ever made, one of the greatest stories ever told. Like I could gush about Lord of the Rings forever, honestly. Check it out. Hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like, so yeah, so, so yeah, now you know my love for Lord of the Rings. So uh, with, uh, so yeah, and uh, above, <laughs> and above season one is season two which uh which it, which had a very like noticeable like improvement of quality you know like you notice i did you notice how like the cinematographic yes. aspect like changed from season one to season two like that was pretty good like it expanded oh. upon like it expanded upon uh scope and production design like by by uh by beautifully like adapting king's landing and like and like and like the up and 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 but it's and yeah like the upper and the the upper class and the lower class and how and how they are being like completely ignored by upper society so like i'm gonna make a big so 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 i'm gonna go back to star wars in a little bit so like uh there's a planet called this is the there's a city in the world of star wars called coruscant in which in which the jedi council like 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 presided and and like a like there was a whole like upper level where like one of the most important people like throughout the galaxy like 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 all have meetings they all all have meetings they discuss they, they discuss like trade negotiation and and it's of course where Jedi hold meetings and where they and where they do battle strategies but like but like in the lower in the lower class there was like in, in the lower cross it's where like it, it's where a bunch of like alien civilizations meet it's also like the there's like there's black market trading and there's like there's black market trading there's like uh there's nightclubs all that such all that such so it's kind of like that with king's landing but you don't really have mm -hmm. the gleaming glamour just like just like the just like just like where like the poor people live and how like and and how they were like and how they were like on the back burner and not really like and, and not really important to like to like to like the important people like of king's landing like in that castle where like well like they don't really discuss about the people that they live in they only discuss about the battles that they're trying to face so that makes sense so yeah yeah 
no i like i i agree and um there definitely is an uptick in all, all of the quality you said mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah yeah i just love i love making star wars comparisons with game of thrones like i really do so so, so yeah with the season <laughs> yeah i mean there's like, lots of compare there so the important so like so like big highlight from season two was like the battle of what's it called uh hard home like the battle that like yeah the battle of oh, yeah yeah blackwater blackwater the battle of blackwater where like uh where like where stannis baratheon and his and his army like showed up and wanted like take the throne and, and there was like an all-out battle like in the dark i i wasn't really paying attention to anything i barely knew what was happening all i knew was that all i knew was that davos's son died in battle and like Interior got his face slashed by somebody. Yeah, yeah and Cersei was like preparing for all of them to have to take the pool, you know. <laughs> mm hmm. Mm hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's all I remember about that. Oh, man. Oh, man. Davos is one of my, like, like Davos was one of the best characters in that show. He really was. My favorite I know, Scottish I king, bro. <laughs> like, like, like the whole I I was so the whole he time he came out off because of how much I loved him. Yeah, I was yeah, I was so afraid of that too because like because like the whole time like he doesn't he doesn't carry a sword. He only likes to that like he like he only gets him like he gets himself out of situations by talking. You know? Mm -hmm. mm, fucking love Davos, man. I love love, I love him. Uh, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Such a sweetheart. Uh, and uh, above season two is season six, which was quite an improvement on season five because like- Agreed. Yeah, yeah, because we get a lot of returning- Like we get a lot of like returning characters like uh, Rickon and what's her name? I forgot her name. Like uh, I forgot her name. Like she was she was killed off after one appearance. <laughs> uh, what? Uh, no, Asha. Oh yeah, yeah, her. Yeah, she was. She was called. Yeah, she was called off. And my it's, poor it's, it's baby Rickon. My poor, my my Ugh. poor baby Rickon did not deserve, did not deserve to get his arrow, to get an arrow like struck in the chest. <laughs> he did Ugh. not deserve that at all. Horrifying scene. Um, I know that. I but season six, like the uh, Battle of the Bastards. Like I know we talked about it already, but it's just like one of the greatest, like ever like yes. just to watch so that yeah that's definitely sorry time, um, that like, definitely I was, I was pumping my fist when like i was pumping like i was pumping my fist when john was like punching ramsey yeah yeah hit him again hit him again oh and Santa feeds him to her to the dogs i was like go off yes yeah <laughs> your your memory will my my memory of you will disappear. Your your name will disappear, and you will disappear. <laughs> yes. like boss girl shit right there. She's the best. She gets so much hate online too, and I like can't stand it. Okay, okay, yes, but okay, yes, but who spread? Okay, but if you think about it, it was kind, but. But if you think about it, she did spread around the fact that John is a Targaryen. She couldn't keep that secret to herself. Okay, that's like one 
flaw that I have with her. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I like, I can defend it because I know like what her end goal was, but yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Well, if you're in, okay. Yes. But if your end goal was to be the leader of Winterfell, then don't, then don't pull a Regina George and spread the truth around. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I don't think she wanted to be queen. I think she just wanted the North independent. Right. Like, yeah. I think she just felt like her, which justifiably her family had so much taken from her. And, you know, the North at that point just needed to be free of all of the other political BS. Right. Exactly. Like the North being its own, like individ individual thing. Yeah. Yeah. Totally agree with you, totally agree with you on that. Sure. Uh, so uh, above, uh, oh wait, did I forget something about season six? Oh, uh, I liked, like, like season six had like one of the coldest openings I've ever seen. When like, when, when I was thinking like, wait a minute, didn't uh, didn't Walter Frey like die? But there was revealed that it was like that 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 it was Arya in disguise. She and and, and yeah. she had one of the most badass quotes. Uh, like it was something along the lines of it was something along the lines of tell them tell them that winter came for house fray yes Watch it. <laughs> you know, i love that scene um yeah it was like the whole um don't let what was it um one wolf survive or what i forget the quote now i i i think i could say it if you Dad, if you leave the wolf alive, the sheep will never sleep. Something yeah, like yeah. That. yeah. Yeah, that was that that yeah, that was pretty cool. That was so cool. <laughs> yeah. And uh and uh, and like uh the fact that like the fact that like Walter Frey was like was so horrified that, that he didn't even know that he was eating one of his own sons. <laughs> that was like right. That was like super intense, super intense. And then like, and then like with, I'm going back. So, and and, and then like you have the fact that, that like the entire finale, like, like, like had slowly like uh, took out, like uh, take out all of the pieces of the chessboard by blowing up the Septa with every opponent that she had. So cool. I'm I know. And I like have a love hate relationship with that scene because it's shot so beautifully. It's so in character for Cersei, but I yeah. love the Tyrells. So that really hurt. <laughs> yeah, I did. Yeah, I did. Especially, uh, yeah, yeah. Especially, uh, what's her name? Mama Tyrell, Grandma Tyrell. She was a boss queen. Yeah. Olena. Uh, yeah. I love Olena. Her. Yes. Olena. Tell Cersei. I want her to know it was me. Yeah. <clears throat> she was I, like uh, she was like, oh, you think I won't and she was like, oh, you think I won't drink this poison cup? Okay. Well <laughs> No, I love her. She was such a boss. Uh, yeah. Um I also I'm thinking back to the scene with the sets, I just the music and like the anticipation it builds up and the suspense, like I, I feel like there's no TV show that could ever replicate like replicate whatever Game of Thrones had created before you know it went off the deep end. But yeah, exactly. If they kept that momentum, you would have you would have had a great finale. But no, you just wanted to make Star Wars. Yeah, and it's yeah. just such a like 
shocked me because I really was convinced like House of the Dragon was not going to do well. There was a time where I even considered like, and as much as I love Game of Thrones, I was like, I don't know if I could put myself through this again. But I like yeah. I sucked it up, and I guess everyone felt the same because it's breaking records. But it, you know, I'm I'm glad that people are able to finally let go. Maybe not me, but let go of the season eight disappointment to yeah. let these other stories. I was finally be told. Yeah, I was finally able to let go with that. So uh above season six is season three, which I think is like the second best season of television. One of the second like best season of seasons of television. You know, like okay, one of the one of the best third seasons ever is what I'll say. Because yeah. it had the red wedding, one of the most shocking moments uh-huh. in TV history. <laughs> you know, like did you ever see like the compilations of like people like watching the red wedding for the first time? Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, I think I watched a few of them. It was so I really like that. I I it was um... so shocking. Like it went as so far as to kill off a pregnant woman, which was never in the books, by the way. Yeah, mm-hmm. and then and and, and then, I, like, I love Rob, so that I really love upsetting. Rob. Audacity to kill off Rob, my baby boy Rob. Uh, he was gonna be I, a dad. Um, he was he gonna was the be best. He was gonna be the next warden of the North. God damn it! I mean, he was king it of the was, North, but he could have been warden. I <laughs> I remember, like, I mean, I didn't read that in the books yet. I didn't get up to that, but. My fiance knew when we were watching that episode and he was like, you need to pay attention right now. And I was like, okay. And then all of a sudden, like, um, the reins of Castamir start playing. And I'm yeah. like, hmm. And Catelyn's like eyeing um, Bolton. And I'm like, uh-oh. I mean, I never would have expected it to be as brutal as it was. But I remember, mm-hmm. like, I was such a mess. I was like, I don't know if I could keep watching. I mean, and I jumped right in and I kept watching. But, oh, my God, it was like... Yeah. brutal <laughs> it was it was like so brutal unexpected like 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 i call like every shocking scene a red wedding because like mm-hmm. b- b- because it's that it's that really unexpected feeling that you don't think that two of the most important characters of the show like we're gonna like we're gonna don't doubt we're going to be killed and like and the fact that like one of their own who was like a And if you think about it, the Boltons were always on the side of the Starks, but then you have the fact that the Boltons, like, made a deal with the Lannisters to, like, take out their opponent in one fell swoop just like that. It was, like, I can can admire, like, that type of strategic... It was a great strategic... It was, like, it it was a smartly paced, like, strategic move, but a a tragic one nonetheless. It was. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I just like to like think strategically on like on 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 how a war is played out. So so like so like I'm really into that type of stuff. So uh so I think the best season of Game of Thrones is in fact season four. Every icon every great moment from season four was so fucking brilliant. Like uh you literally like 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 literally like like literally the second episode of season four starts with Joffrey being poisoned and then yeah. and then Tyrion gets accused of murdering his own nephew and then and then of course like like then of course you have the trial and when in which Tyrion 
in which Tyrion challenges, like, like, like announces that he wants a trial by combat. He loses, like, like he loses in his own name, and then does it, and then, and then he escapes King's Landing. But before he escaped King's Landing, he assassinated. He assassinated like the only father, like, like the father figure that. The, the only type of father figure that he could have wanted, and that was Tywin, because Tywin was never, because Tywin was a piece of shit father that hated his own son. <laughs> it's true. I think that scene was really powerful for Tyrion. Um, also, when he had to kill Shay. Also. Yeah, he did. Yeah, he did. The romance was so great, but it didn't have to go. But it, but, but it didn't have to end like that. Yeah. Like, and, and and you could like see and, and you could like see in Tyrion's eyes that like, he didn't really want to do it, but he but he had to because like Shay was gonna like warn everybody that like oh my god he's escaping he's escaping the killer yeah. is escaping help me yeah I I mean he had to do it and he has to live with it but um I'm yeah that and Jamie and his relationship I always love that yeah great dynamic yeah be best brothers in the game man man they all. Yeah, they've always loved each other. You know, it was great. Yeah, I'm sad now. Fuck. <laughs> and like, I'm also like, it's also like pretty puzzling that Peter Dinklage did not want it, did not win any Emmy from that season. He won. He, yeah, interesting. Like he won yeah. Emmys from only season seven and season eight, not from season four. You want to know who did win an Emmy for Best Supporting Actor at the time? Who? It was Aaron Paul from Breaking Bad. Breaking Bad. Yeah. Yes. It was like it was like he won for a scene in which like he was like breaking into Saul's office and he and like he was breaking into he was breaking into Saul's office. He like he but like he had him at gunpoint and he was like eh. and he was like where's Walter? You can't. He was like where's Walter? Why are you still doing this for him? All of this for Mister White. Yeah. Yeah, but like I just think like like Peter like Peter's performance was better than Aaron's because mm -hmm. like because like literally literally like literally like one of his most iconic quotes from Tyrion was was I didn't kill Joffrey but I wish I had. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, I love awesome. that scene. Yeah. And like and also so and also from season 4 we finally have Bran like reach like reach reach the raven in which like he learns in, in which he learns how to be one and then you have like um oh my god i didn't even talk about this from season six like the whole the whole thing about hodor was so sad and very very memorable yeah mm -hmm. hold i think like hold the door is uh, hodor that was heartbreaking I remember I was watching it at like three in the morning um because I was binging and Michael was asleep I like started sobbing and I like woke up he was like what's going on I'm like hold the door <laughs> like it all, all clicked into place but I, it, it ugh, that was such a heartbreaking scene yeah yeah like uh I think I completely forgot like what his real name was. Like it wasn't always Hodor. Like he was like he was affected by he was affected yeah. by Bran. And uh 
it it it, it reminded me it, it and like uh attack on this anime that i really like called attack on titan like did the exact same thing where like uh aaron was like going back into was 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 like seeing a was like inside like grisha's past and like grisha is his father and like uh and 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 he was like about that and he was like whispering into grisha's ear he's on his knees and he's like hey you're gonna let these people talk to you like that He's like, hey, you're gonna let these people talk to you like that? You gotta transform into this titan. You, you, you gotta transform into this titan. And like, essentially, the main character of Attack on Titan, Aaron Yeager, put started the whole thing with, like, like started the whole plot. It was like super groundbreaking at that time. It so so yeah, um, and uh, all right. Um, what else? Oh, and uh, and I like that season four like ended didn't really end on a cliffhanger that everybody like had, like that everybody like had a good ending. Like Tyrion escaped, Sansa escaped, um, and like and like Arya was gonna was going to go like learn about being learn learn about being like the person with the many faces, and then like um, and and then you have, and then. I forgot what Danny did. Uh, I for, I completely forgot what Danny did. Oh, didn't even cover, didn't even cover Daenerys in Arrow in Essos. Like, it was so much better when like, when Daenerys like ruled Essos with an iron fist, and you have, and and you have her like a free, and you have her like freeing the slaves, like like specifically the Valerian the 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 Valerian slaves when she like pulled a one eighty like did. When she like pulled the one eighty by by speaking in Valerian, saying yeah, I love and, like that. burning like and burning all the slave traders alive. <laughs> yes, that is one of the best scenes I think in Game of Thrones. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And I guess now that we're talking about it. Season four really does have some of the best moments. It it really it really does. It truly, truly, it truly does. Really, you know. Yeah. Um. I'm still I'm still sad that uh. And like, oh wait, uh, what's your what's your favorite dragon? Um, who? Out of Daenerys's dragons, like, what's your favorite? That's a better Out question. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I guess. Dro- I mean, Drogon is such a basic bitch answer, but yes. I I, I, <laughs> I like the power behind him. But I also really like Viserion. Um. I don't know. Yeah, I think I like Drogon. I know it's a basic, I know it's a basic answer, but I like Drogon. But like the way you said basic bitch answer, like uh, it reminded me, it reminded me of what Joe Santagato said in a recent episode from The Basement Yard. I don't know if you listen to The Basement Yard, but like yeah. he says like, he said like, oh, that's such a basic fucking bitch answer. When the, when, uh, when he and his cousin were when he and his cousin, like Frank Alvarez, were like talking about their favorite pop tarts. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you like heard that. Oh, I saw that clip on TikTok. Yes, yes that's um, what I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah, he, yeah, says, yeah. he says, like, like Fran says, you want to know what the real answer is, Joey? The 2000, the 2002 tie-in merch pop tarts that came out with the yes. Spider-Man movie. <laughs> yes, I remember. I was watching. I always wanted to watch their. Well, uh, listen, I guess to their podcast because every time they're on TikTok, it's so funny. I yeah. really need to get into it. But um, I know I I was like nobody said s'mores, and I was like s'mores is the best pop tart in my opinion. 
I've only I've only eaten a s'mores pop tart once, I think. Good. I barely eat pop tarts now. Yeah, I'm not a big. I feel like I ate them more when I was like at school. Yeah, me too. Yeah, I'm just not into them right now. You know. Yeah. 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 So okay. Uh, now we can finally discuss House of the Dragon. Yes. Woo! All right. We are now diving into. We are now diving into the Targaryen family. We yes. we we like like we get to know the old ways of the Targaryen tradition in which. And uh, in, in which, like, in, in which they marry, in which they marry their own cousins, uncles, uncles have sexes with their nieces. It's a grand old time, and I mean that sarcastically. I don't, I don't condone incest at all. No, <laughs> I, I, I definitely don't. Like this, like, like this show, like takes incest to a whole nother level. Like, yeah, if, you thought, I, if you thought Jamie and Cersei were disgusting, then get a load of this shit. <laughs> Strange. I was talking to a coworker about this, and she's a very casual viewer of these things. Like, you know, the people who are like, like us, who like will like look everything up, will know everything about everything. And then there's the people who just like watch it, and they'll be like, "Oh, I love that show," but like, you know, they're very casual viewers. Um, she's one of those, and she's like, "Ugh, I love Damon and Rhaenyra." And I was like, "Even though they're cousins," and she, I mean, I'm, I'm sorry, not cousins, um, niece uncle. and uncle. And she yeah. was like, "Yeah, that's fine." And I was like, "Okay." <laughs> and then i'm like watching the show and it keeps going and i'm like rooting for them and i'm like stop it they're related like it's just such a twisted thing where it's like they're the only couple like and it's, it's them and then it's um um rainies and um um uh crap L loris no Who are you thinking about? Corliss. Corliss, sorry. Oh, yeah, Corliss. Wait, um, they're related? Yeah, um, I guess they all are to a degree. I think they're cousins. Oh, bro. Um, <laughs> so, like, no matter what relationship, someone's... If anybody, if anybody, if anybody knows that Rainus and Corliss are related, like, let us know, please. Like, yeah. you're killing us. Like, come on. Uh, So, like... I think I think what House of the I think what House of the Dragon does really well is that it perfectly like brings back the Game of Thrones fandom in a big way because like as you because I as we've both uh, said that um that it like uh, that 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 we were both like optimistic and they were both like optimistic and and cautious about like how the show. Like uh, like will turn out because like we were wondering like why do we need the spinoff like 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 they ended they they ended the original show like so horribly and like but 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 it does like but it does and it again it does such a great job of like bringing back like what made Game of Thrones such a great show in the first place you have the political intrigue you have the product you have the production design the 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 dragon the dragon fights, the epic battles, and then and then of course like you have the performances that keep you engaged. Yeah. Specifically Matt Smith. If Matt Smith doesn't get me, I am going to protest. What do you mean? What? If he doesn't get one? Oh, if he doesn't get an Emmy, yeah. Oh, yeah. No, I I hope he gets an Emmy. <laughs> if he gets the Emmy, I'm gonna be no, no. I, I I want him to get it so bad. I mean I've been a Matt Smith fan since I was like 
14 years old and he was really? a doctor. So you, yeah. Right, right, yeah. Right, yeah, from uh, from Doctor Who. Yeah. So I've been an OG Matt Smith fan since he was the doctor. You know, and then he like came and started getting more famous in um like in the States. Um you watch him in the crown. I did, yes. Cool, um, cool. I think he's just tremendous in everything he does. He's such a like presence. The yeah. only thing I didn't watch him in was Morbius, but you know, that's neither here nor there. But oh, I saw the watch Morbius. Yeah, I, I haven't I can't get myself to do it. <laughs> I'm, you love Matt Smith, do it for Matt Smith. <laughs> I know I should do it for Matt Smith. Um certainly not doing it for Jared Leto but um yeah I just think Matt Smith is I mean everyone was like serving in this show but Matt Smith is like he like there are times where Damon doesn't even have a line and you look at him and his face says it all yeah yeah like uh he doesn't really need to say anything he could just he could just he could just stand there watching you know and like you know the you know you know the Sue Sylvester meme? I'm going to create an environment that is so toxic. That's that's Damon in a nutshell. <laughs> it is. Damon <laughs> just loves to mess things up for the fun of it. He's yes, not Yes, he bit. does. Yeah, yes, he does. Yes, he does. Uh, so uh, I think also like, also like, I really liked, I really, really like the pre and time. I really like the pre time skip. I think like that was like one of the most intriguing aspects about the show is like is like it's like seeing it's like seeing like the setup of like of like the old Targaryen ways. Like specifically, you have you have King Viser. Of course, like you have King Viserys who like who does a piss poor job of being king, which is like really not his fault because like because like this was placed upon him for. A, for a role that he was like really never ready for but like uh, but 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 like he knew that uh but he knew that Rhaenerys would like would like be the right person to like lead the to to have the iron throne in the future so and then like and then you have like and then you have like the sibling rivalry between and then you have like the sibling rivalry between the between Viserys and Daemon and like and and what split them apart when when uh when Damon called uh called like uh called the uh the stillborn baby from uh from his first wife uh what did he say king for a day something like that or or prince for a day something like that heir for a day whatever it was he was so offended by that that he that it got him banned that it got him banished yeah yeah, it was it was so it was it was so very interesting. Like the fact, like how the way that Damon said the c word is just so funny to me. Like the way he said it, yeah. <laughs> that he called <laughs> that he called uh, that he called uh, Otto like that he called Otto a cunt was so funny. <laughs> I know. I I love how Damon talks about the high towers because I agree about the high towers. I can't stand them. Hey, who's who's more schemier? Otto Hightower or Littlefinger? Mm, that's tough. Cuz I think cuz I think Otto is more sus than that Littlefinger. Like he's the type of person who would outsmart Littlefinger because like <laughs> Yeah. I, I, yeah, I could see that. I feel like they both had different end goals more. I don't, I, I think 
that Littlefinger is more about the chaos and Otto just wants the results. So he doesn't care if there's chaos or not. And where Littlefinger thrives in chaos. Yeah. But chaos I, is the latter after all. Yes. Yes. But I think, yeah, I think it's just, it's more unsuspecting when you first meet Otto or as like you look at Littlefinger, you know, you can't trust him. Right. I, don't, I don't know. That's a hard question. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is a really hard question, you know. Yeah, sorry. Sorry, I was texting. Sorry, I was texting. I was texting somebody. So, uh, so, 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 yeah. Uh, also, uh, I'm so, also, uh, also, don't hate me for this, but, uh, I am Team Damon. I just love Matt Smith too much, okay? I don't yeah. condone, I don't condone that he was, I don't condone him, like, making out with his own niece, but, like, he he had the sassery, like he had like bad boy energy. I, you know? Yeah, I love Damon. Also, I agree with you. Yeah. Uh I know that this is also like really wrong. I don't know if this is wrong for me to say, but everybody in House of the Dragon has Will Smith energy. Has Will Smith. <laughs> yeah. Everybody, everybody. <laughs> yeah. Keep my wife's name. <laughs> no, like uh when he like uh when he uh sliced that dude's head in half like that was just like that was just like about your fucking mouth yeah exactly (laughs) like uh you saw my tiktok right how i put like the chris rock audio over like the scene that i was watching yeah yeah like uh i couldn't like i couldn't like film i didn't want to like film him getting his head chopped off because like that would like because like my video would be like taken off of tiktok because of all violent nate because of graphic nature, but you know, yeah, it's whatever. Yeah. Damon, I I have to say, I think Damon is like my favorite part of the show. Yeah, he is. He carries it. He carries it, like, honestly. And like, oh man, and like, and I I also think that Viser, I also think like Patty Considine like did really was fantastic as the series. I also think that he should get an Emmy for. I also think that he should at least get an Emmy nomination for best actor in a television series drama. Yes. You know, like I highly agree that because like literally you watch this guy become old and sick and then and and then like and then like you have him and then like you see him like take his last breath as he's as he's in his deathbed. Mm-hmm. Oh, that man. whole scene where he comes to the throne when he's yeah. like stupid and, and he's helped out by Damon. Like it's Yeah, that so, was a nice scene. It was it was so nice. It was so nice. Just just immense character growth, honestly. And then like um what else? Uh what else can I think? Oh, and like they're freaking kids. Uh Viserys and Allison's kids are pieces of shit. Like most yeah. of them are. Like specifically well, Specifically, Eamon, like freaking Eamon with his stupid little eye patch and long hair, looking like looking like he's barely sixteen. Come on, I know. And what's so interesting, like speaking of Eamon being a little shit, that whole ending of the last episode with him and Luke and um, their dragons. We're it's gonna so talk about that later. We're gonna we're gonna set up that. We're gonna set up. That yeah. Okay. So we'll talk like... about that then because I, I I have something. I'll I'll talk about it then. If you if you made it this far. Um, I would like, if you made it this far, I would either pause or like skip ahead a few minutes because, 
or skip ahead a few minutes when we like talk about the finale because like there's a lot of like spoilery details yes. in that. So yeah. Uh I hate Allison. Do you hate Allison? Because I don't. Because 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 I, I do. I do. I hate her very yeah. much. And there was like a slight second where she was redeeming herself towards the end, but she was like, don't kill Rhaenyra. And and then uh then I was like, you know what, you're a bitch, bye. <laughs> yeah, like literally you had Literally, you were gonna kill. You were gonna kill Rhaenyra's son. Come on, you were gonna. You were gonna take. You were gonna take off one of her son's eyes. Like that was that was such an intense scene. Like after that whole brawl fight with like with those kids, and then it like ends with like Aemon's like eye being slashed. Like holy fuck! I know. Like, like I have never seen kids fight like that in a show ever. I've never seen anything oh. like that. And Eamon completely started it because he's a little yeah, shit. Yeah, he did because like he was the one who like who like took like who like took uh, a dragon that was like that was like supposed to be somebody else. It's like one of the oldest dragons in all of Westeros. Yeah, yeah. and like uh, I, for I forgot what her name was, but like that dragon was supposed to like belong to her, and Eamon like completely stole that because like he was never assigned a dragon. Like he was like so impatient. He didn't. He did not wait for a dragon egg to be hatched so that he could like claim his own dragon he just had to steal somebody else's like it yeah. was like it was such a it, it was such a it was such a dick move and then really? you like and then you have the fact that like that like hurt and then you have the fact that like Rhaenyra's kids like bullied Aemon for a bit because like oh oh we got a dragon for you it's a pig with wings <laughs> <laughs> yeah it was like I felt bad at first for Eamon, but like he took it too far when he took a dragon and his eye was slashed. Okay. Like, yeah. And and like the eye slashing thing, that was like a that was like a big buildup between like Eamon and Luke, you know? Like that was like that was a whole thing between them. And of course, like, and of course, like I have like high hopes for what's his name? Jace, Jay Sarah's or something. I'm just gonna call him Jace. Like, yeah, I have high hopes for him. Like, I think like. I think like when uh I think like when Rhaenyra's like ascends the throne, like uh, Jace is gonna like Jace will like be the heir, you know? Like he's gonna like yeah. he's gonna step up, you know, like he's gonna be he's gonna like I see him as like the Prince Charles to Queen Elizabeth is what is what is what I'll see him as. Mm -hmm. I yeah. know a lot because of the book. I'm not gonna say a word, but okay. um yeah, I, I I like Jace. Yeah. Yeah, cool. Okay. All right. But I'm glad that you do like Jace. So yeah. Um the craziest, the craziest moment. I think like arguably like the craziest moment of House of the Dragon. Like I think that, that that's when it like peaked. I think that I, I think that one of the most craziest moments like of the year. I think like it's it, like it's a pop culture moment at this point, or like it's a it, or, or or like one of the things that has broken the internet, the biggest thing that has broken the internet is when like that whole dragon chase sequence with Aemon and Luke, because like Luke was like because Luke because like Luke arrived at King's Landing to like negotiate some terms, and then like Aemon Aemon was like Aemon was starting to like antagonize him because like hey since you took my eye, I'm gonna I'm gonna take an eye from you, and like and of course like he left before like his eye was taken but but life. but yeah but but yeah like he was chased by uh 
I keep forgetting the old dragon's name. Fuck. I think it's Vagar. Vagar, yeah. Vagar was chasing Luke and his dragon. And uh, just when you think that he is safe, you know, like in front of like the beautiful scenery of the clouds, you know, it's nice. He's safe. He's relieved. But then he gets chopped Ooh. out of the sky. Yeah. What's interesting about that <clears throat> is that in the books, it's very, it seems like it's very intentional. And that's Eamon's like end game is to kill Luke. But in they the are- show, you have Luke and Eamon both being like, no, no, no. And they're showing that their dragons yeah. are completely in control at this point and not them. So I think it's interesting. Um, and like every, there, there are a few things that differ in the show than the, in the book. And okay. um, it's interesting because George R. R. Martin is writing the show. So these are changes that are valid because the book fire and blood is written from the perspective of other people in court. So it's not written from like any of the characters being the narrators uh, narrators. And it's not written from um, like anyone's perspective. It's, it's like just random people. And so everything's biased. No one has the full story. So whatever changes we're seeing in the show, because George R. R. Martin is writing it is like, this is what really actually happened. And the book is actually not, the end all be all as it would be if it were like game of thrones so that's like a very interesting thing but yeah it was interesting because you hear them screaming no 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 and of course you know just some random guy at court hears about it they're gonna be like oh yeah aemon totally wanted to kill luke you know he was on the other side but it really wasn't that way yeah yeah he just wanted to like he just wanted like he just wanted like a whole eye for an eye thing he just I think like he didn't mean for it to go that far. It's just that Vagar took it personally. Yeah. <clears throat> he did. Like, like you know what I mean? Like, you know, you've seen the memes, right? And I took that personally. Yeah, yeah. the Michael Jordan meme. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like uh, uh like immediately I was thinking uh, immediately I was thinking like when Vagar uh, immediately I was thinking like when Vagar like did that thing, he was like, Ooh. and I took that personally yeah Yeah, it was like it was like the memes are funny but like the whole thing was completely shocking and like when next season comes around everything that Rhaenyras does from that point on is going to be valid because around that same time she had a miscarriage and she lost her son and she lost her claim to the throne okay Mm -hmm. like do not tell me do not tell me that do not tell me that Rhaenyra's is, is, do not tell me that when season two comes out, when you see something that is completely shocked, when it's completely shocking that she does, do not tell me that she went too far. What she did was valid. Okay. Yeah. So, agree. so I don't know. Touch grass, touch grass. If you think that way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, I don't know. Uh, what else could I talk about? Oh yeah. Uh, so, so like, I was like so nervous when like the time skip was coming around because like I really liked uh, Millie Alcock's performance as Rhaenyra's. And, yeah. and I didn't really think that like, and I didn't really think that, what's her name? Um, fuck, I keep forgetting names. Jeez. The older uh, Rhaenyra? Uh, the actress who plays adult Rhaenyra's is... Oh, Emma... Darcy, Darcy. Yeah, 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 Emma Darcy. Yeah, Emma Darcy surprisingly was really good in this show. She was yeah, great. She did a good job. Yeah. 
Also, tell me why Kristen Cole looks the same after the time scale. Hey, I don't get that. I don't. I don't he's such a loser. Kristen Cole is such a loser. I can't. He's such a. <laughs> I, I, he's just one of those fragile masculinity, you know. Yeah. When you're he's a fragile man. He's the fragile. Mission to ruin her. I would compare. I would compare Kristen Cole to a to a toxic Marvel fan. <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> the, the, the type of the type of toxic Marvel fan that, that complete that did not like She-Hulk because because She-Hulk did not have men. Yep. Oh, okay. Absolutely. So, so so I have to tell you like I don't know if you if you know about the whole controversy about 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 like uh about about the uh about the Marvel side of TikTok about the Marvel side of TikTok having like having having like so much hate for like for, for like how, for like how like, for, for like how like TikTokers to talk about Marvel or like bashing She-Hulk for whatever reason, like whether or not, well, like, like whether or not, like, whether or not like they hate it because it's sexualizing She-Hulk or that it was like, or that it was like, um, or that they didn't like the fact that like Megathy, that both Megathy Stallion and and Jennifer Walters were twerking. So, like, there was a. Are you familiar with uh, Jay Stubes on TikTok? Jay Stubes, I don't know. Maybe. Yeah, yeah. So, like, so, like, uh, she, so, <laughs> so, like, uh, her, so, like, her, so, so, like, one of her videos, like, was stitched with, like, a, with, like, a, with this, like, dude, with this with this guy who was like a complete like misogynist who was like a complete misogynist and interrupted her tiktok and she was like oh oh like she oh oh like she hulk is like oh like she hulk at this because like it's not and then like he interrupts and he says oh oh a good show that he says oh it's not a good show you almost said it and you you almost said it and there was like a whole and and the and there was like a whole TikTok live from Shahad Goofy, and when when he was like, oh, I love Shahad Goofy. Oh yeah! Oh my! Oh my God! I do too. Yes. He's great. Yeah. Oh my <laughs> God. I'm I'm glad that I finally meet somebody who knows the guy. You know, like I've been following him since 2000. I've been following him since 2019. Honestly. He's great. Yeah, he's great. He's great, man. So good. And like it was a crazy live stream. Like Jay was like hopped on and they both like had like a whole argument. She went off. It was a crazy live stream. Like you could have like like it was a whole thing. So yeah, that's what so, so yeah. So yeah, I just wanted so like that's a that's a whole that's just a whole side tangent. Anyway, Kristen anyway, Kristen Cole's anyway, Kristen Cole is a cuck. So yeah. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> so like so like the fact so like the fact that like he was mad that he didn't that he didn't really like have that he didn't really like get to like be with Ramirez and then like and then like what's his name uh was what's the same like Lenor's lover was like was like hey man I know your secret I know you I know you slept with the princess <laughs> and he, yeah and, and everyone he killed him for it. <laughs> It was it was a crazy thing. Like, why can't why can't Westeros weddings be ever? 
like, like, why can't Westeros wedding? Like, why can't Westeros weddings be nice? Like, like, can we not have a wedding where it doesn't end in bloodshed? Come on, people, please. I know it's impossible. Literally, literally impossible. Oh my god. Yeah. Uh, I also like that. Uh, I also like a, that that the finale had a callback in which, like, it was in which, like, Rhaenyra's like. Like like shows up on her dragon just like just like how she showed up on her dragon like twenty years prior. It was so cool. I like that. It was pretty cool. It was pretty cool. I liked it. I really I really liked that. Uh, so uh, yeah. Uh, the whole and like the amount of Shrek references that the show had when like uh when Rainey's arrived on her dragon. On, on her on her dragon during like the usurping of Aegon as the king like that was pretty cool that was so cool yes mm-hmm. I liked that scene I, if only it, she burnt them all alive <laughs> yeah 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 it, it did run me the wrong way that she didn't burn everybody that she did not burn them alive like bro and of course like we wouldn't really have like a civil war between between the blacks and the greens with the greens being the hot fucking high towers ugh I, I thought the Lannisters were bad. <laughs> I know. It's almost like it makes you question if, like, I, I don't know. Yeah. Like, literally, like, literally, like, literally, the Targaryens invited the Hightowers into their home. You have them, and and, and then you unexplicably, like, you, un, you unexplicably, like, like, how did you, like, how did you not know that Otto was planning this was planning this civil war the entire time. How did you not get a hint of that? Right. Yeah. When Allison's all like, "Oh my goodness," I'm like, "Yeah, you knew. You knew." Yeah, you knew. You knew. You knew. He's Allison. only been telling her to push her son as the heir for like eighteen years. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like it's it's so unfortunate, really, and uh, and like the whole thing when um. I don't know. Uh, and also, like, and, and also bothered me a bit when, like, when, when, uh, when the creators like said they were gonna like hold back on the, we're gonna hold back on sexual violence, even though that they added forced childbirth into the first episode. Mm-hmm. Like forced childbirth is sexual violence. Forced. Yeah, it, very, says it, uh, it says it in it, the name. It says it in the term. Yeah. It was very uh traumatic to watch. I won't lie. Um, yeah, it was a lot. Mm-hmm. Like, like I would, I would let the, like I would just like, I mean, I, I mean, granted, I mean, granted, Westeros like doesn't really exactly have, doesn't really exactly have like healthcare, doesn't really exactly have hospitals, healthcare, or whatever like medical jargon that they. And medical jargon that they would have like they rely on that that rely on like maesters who would who would have a significant idea on how to deliver a baby but they really don't you know yeah i'm sorry i i, I apologize again for munching i'm eating blueberries because again i did not eat lunch so blueberries good. yeah yeah uh so uh now I have to ask, uh, what do you think that we'll expect to see when season two comes out in a couple of years? 
Um, I think we're going to see a lot more of the Seven Kingdoms. I think we're going to see... I'm trying to say like what I think without what I know because of the book. Right. Um, of course. I think we're going to just see a lot of trying to recruit the other houses like Stark and um, I mean, they tried already with Baratheon, but maybe they'll go back for the Baratheons and, you know, I, I think we're going to see a lot more brutality um i know i don't know what season they'll put this in i know there's something that happens that is so horrific Mm -hmm. Uh, i'm not going to talk about you know i don't want to spoil anything for anybody but um there there is something that's going to happen and when it happens you're going to know and be like nicole told me about this kind of so yeah yeah so i would like i would like immediately text you when like when i will immediately text you when like when like when like season two like comes around like oh my god like oh my god like is this what you were talking about like yeah I don't know what season it'll be in um but it is something truly awful okay. uh, I'll leave it like that <laughs> okay okay I will I will take your word for it yeah uh yeah like something yeah like uh yeah, like uh, my main like nitpick with House of the Dragon is that it only took place in King's Landing and Dragonstone when we could have like when when w- when the entirety of Game of Thrones was all about like seeing like what everybody's doing over there and over there like oh what's happening in Essos what's happening in Dorne like what's uh, what's happening what's happening at the Night's Watch you know so right. yeah like I would have I would like to yeah I would really like to see like what what the wall is like ha- like like back then like what. Like what's happening in Winterfell? Like I want to like see that, you know. Like I want to see, I want to see more Starks. I want to see more Baratheons, you know. Like I miss seeing Starks, man. And I know that, and I know that like you're like you're like Team Stark all the way, you know. Like yeah, yeah. And uh, and I think uh, I I even had I even had a Stark T-shirt, you know. But like uh, but now with that. But now with House of the Dragon, I think I'll have Targaryen merch or something, and I'll yeah. even have like a and I'll even have like a Targaryen flag that's hang that'll hang like outside my window. <laughs> yeah, I I have like one of my like a lot of my friends um that I met online. I mean, I have some that are like ride or die Targaryen fans, but most of us didn't really love the Targaryens. Like you know, we like liked Danny, but we didn't like want necessarily for her to rule everyone. But um. After the show, we were like, wow, we're actually rooting for the Targaryens. It's kind of crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, once that Jon Snow show comes out, I'm going to be back on my Stark bullshit. There's no doubt about it. <laughs> oh, this is a, oh, this is Jon. Oh, my God. This is this is Jon Snow show. What? So there's it hasn't been concern, uh, confirmed, but it's basically all but confirmed at this point that they're going to do a Jon Snow show with his life at the wall. Oh, OK. Yeah. I mean, cool. Like okay. a good way if like... they want to circle back on how they screwed up the uh, White Walkers and the Children of the Forest and all of that lore. Like it could and be. They a will. Good and they will. Back. And they will. And, and they will like. And they will include the fact that he is a Targaryen and not and and not pretend that he's not. You know, like. Like that whole like, like the whole plot line of him being a Targaryen like wasn't pointless. That they'll do that. You know. Like, why'd you, why'd you, why did you bring him back to the wall? Right. Come on, people. Yeah, so I think that'll answer, hopefully, a lot of our questions if they put the show in the right person's hands. 
Yeah, the right There's person's hands. George, come on. Yeah, it's the Jon Snow show, the 10,000 Ships, um, which is the Corliss Valarian show. Um, there's the Princess Nymeria show. And then there's some animated show that hasn't been disclosed yet. Oh, and there's like, and, and there's one about, uh, what's his name? Um, fuck. Um, fuck. Uh, there's a, there's another Game of Thrones spinoff that's coming out. I, I, I completely forgot what it's called, but, um, but it has, the title of it has egg in it. Oh, Duncan and Egg. Uh, Duncan yes, Egg. Duncan and Egg. That's also coming out. Yes, that's another book. I haven't read that one. I have it at my apartment. I, I should read it. I think it's short stories, if I understand. My fiance read it. Okay, so short stories, like, it's like, is it going to be like an anthology type thing or? Thing? I can't confirm 100%. I didn't read it. Um, I think it's, yeah, I think maybe. <laughs> I can let you know. I'll ask. Yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. You can ask. Let me know. You know, so yeah. 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 A lot of exciting projects are coming out. But uh, I think as far as what I would like to see, uh, I really wanted the canceled spinoff show that was originally coming out, which yeah. detailed the origins of the White Walkers. That would have been really good. Yes, it would have been so good. And it was even it was even created by it was even created by a woman. It had a great budget, but yeah. then it was but then it had to be canned. It's yeah. such a shame, you know, like you know, like I really wanted that show, but I'm glad we have House of the Dragon as well. But you know, so yeah. Uh as far as as far as what other shows I would like, uh I would like um damn, I don't know. Uh excuse me oh it would be nice to see like the ancestors of the lannisters you know i would i would really i would really like to see like how tyron lannister became like be, be, became like this stone cold like patriarchal patriarchal figure of house lannister that he was so i think that would be cool too i like to see a robert's rebellion yes i would love i would love to see robert's rebellion as well that would be that would be so good yeah. So yeah, um, I think I think that covers it. Uh, oh, <gasps> is it a be? Oh, be real. Oh. I saw a be. I saw a be real notification, and I just had to take a picture of it. I got one. What? I don't know if I got, oh, I did get mine. I'm late. Eh, I haven't posted on it in forever. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, I get it. Like, you don't, you don't like to be held prisoner to an app. It's okay. Yeah, I'm, I, I sometimes I'll do it. Sometimes I won't. Okay. Yeah, I see it four minutes ago. But yeah. <laughs> okay, yeah, uh, I guess. It's yours. <laughs> yeah, I get, I guess I'm a, I guess that covers it. Uh, We've been. We pretty much covered everything. I think uh, I don't. I don't. I don't think I. I don't think I missed out on anything really. Uh, so uh, I think uh, I think we'll just I think we'll just uh, leave it at that. And and yeah, uh, this has been the Sancti Time Podcast. Uh, you can follow. Uh, you can listen on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Amazon Music. You can follow me on TikTok, Straw Hat Santi. You can follow. 
follow the podcast Insta. You can follow the podcast Insta Safety Time Pod. You can follow and and you can you can find me on Twitter Brion B R I O N dot I A G O. And you can uh, what else do I have? Oh, and you can follow and you can follow. Uh, oh, and, oh, and you can follow my letterbox. Uh, uh, Yago B F T H E. That's I A G O B F T H E. And yeah, so how about you? And uh, for you, Nicole, would you would you like to share your so? Would you like to share your socials? It's fine. It's fine if you don't want to, but you know. Uh, no, I, I'm not a I private because uh, I'm a teacher, so I try to keep it private. <laughs> oh, okay, cool. Yeah, yeah, cool. All right, yeah, yay for teaching. You know, inspiring <laughs> young minds. It's always yeah. important. Yeah. Okay. Okay, guys. Uh, this has been. Again, this has been the Safety Time Podcast, and I will see you guys next time. Bye-bye.